0: Ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of The Grateful Show Hope you are doing fantastic And as always we have here Bogdan and
1: Pascu How is it going guys?
0: What are you grateful for again Pascu today?
1: Uh, I'm grateful that I actually finally, finally managed to wake up early I woke up at like 15 past 5
0: So why are you grateful for that? Why does it matter that much?
1: Because if I if I want to wake up at like when my body feels like waking up, which is uh. like 9, 9.30 a.m., when I wake up and I see that it's that time, I just feel unproductive already and it just ruins my whole mood for the day. Yeah, so, I know yeah, what you mean. It matters.
0: So what we thought, because you love them so much and we got such a good feedback from this type of podcast, what we're going to do is just going to, again, answer to the most philosophical questions, some of the most philosophical questions. With that being said, do you want to go ahead?
1: Yeah, let's break the ice. Is love simply physical desire or something more?
0: Oh, that's very interesting, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think that even though we would like to say that love is not just something physical and we like to think that love may be the answer to almost all the questions, which in in fact, it may be, we don't know. I believe that Love is just like everything else. Something that we give meaning to. So sadly enough. Even though we think that love. It's something more. Than something physical. It is just because we give it this meaning. And I know that there are a lot of movies. Good movies such as Interstellar. That actually. The whole idea behind the movie. Which makes it very realistic. Is that love. It's everything that matters. And we can find meaning in love. It is just something that we have created and we with our bodies can actually produce some chemical substances that makes us feel in a certain way which we give meaning that it's love or hate or something else which in fact if you really go very deep into the subject nothing really matters and what matters it's something that we have already created i would love to say that love is something more than something physical, but I don't think it is. It is because we gave it meaning, and we. I think the simplest
1: answer to it is like, if you were to like, take any enhancing drugs that produces more serotonin in your body, you would feel love that you have never felt before. And that's purely because of some chemical reactions in your body. So that goes to show that unfortunately, no, I don't think it's more than any than any physical. No,
0: I believe that almost everything is physical because almost everything starts with some physical reactions. Yeah,
1: because you you basically are portraying the reality. Yeah, with your senses.
0: Yeah, we shouldn't neglect love. Love is something very important. It can give us meaning and it can, it can make like the world a better place. But let's be realistic. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah right my question my first question for you is can achieving nothing make a person happy so let's say that you yeah. have lived a life without achieving anything uh, are you gonna be happy not you well but the person. i feel
1: like there is probably absolutely no way that you can live a life and not achieve anything because oh yeah, yeah. that's. Okay. if you think about it like the simplest fact that you actually lived is an achievement in itself you've been able so to true. survive First and foremost, you probably reproduced, yeah. you made some kids. So that's true. another achievement in itself. Now it's probably like in the entrepreneurial culture where you have to like have a certain amount of money in your bank account. If that's achievement, well, obviously referring to the question, if you're not achieving that, you're not going to be happy. But in the macro scheme, like if you are to be a monk, you could say that you haven't achieved anything financially, but you've achieved a lot spiritually, you've gathered a lot of wisdom and you inspired people, maybe after you died. So I would say that every, every person that is born achieves something. Even if they die young, they still achieve something. They still have an impact on someone else's life, which is yeah. an achievement.
0: Yeah, maybe we just portray as achieving something that should be bigger than the average of what society tells us that it's achievable or not, so I don't know, like you said, achieving is a very very complex word, because simply by, I don't know, just just give someone a smile and making their day better, it's still an achievement, right? Yeah,
1: does evil come from within? And if so, why?
0: Well, in order to answer to this question, I believe that we should think if the evil can come from outside. Right? So, how can it come from outside if everything is created inside? Let's say that it can come from outside.
1: Through, like, forces of nature. Or...
0: Exactly. Exactly. Through how we evolve as a species, through how we evolve as, like, organisms. And you can say so, yes. Because define evil is evil selfish is evil like killing someone is evil i don't know not caring what is evil because if you portray being evil as like the worst thing that you can do to someone then obviously it's just like in our imagination because by offering suffering then yes it may come from inside because we perceive the reality but if you really think about the, uh, the macro scheme at the macro level like as a species we have to be selfish because if we weren't self if you couldn't evolve this far right so by trying to like we mentioned in the last question achieve something more sometimes you have to hurt someone or to do stuff that is not necessarily so ethical So would you may say be it able... comes
1: from within then
0: no i think it it's not the question with yes or no. It can come from both sides. What do you think? I would
1: say that it all comes from within, because if it comes from outside, it comes from other people, which is from their inside. I would say that nothing that nature does is neither good or evil. It just yeah. is everything that comes from us, however, I would say that could be defined as yeah. good or evil. Yeah,
0: that's true as well. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right? Can life be meaningful without friends?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: I ask you this question because I know that a couple of days ago you t- you told me that nothing really matters except relationships. So let's see.
1: Uh, I I would like to like be able to say yes, but no, we cannot because we were raised in tribes. We were raised in like relationship yeah we are like relationship oriented animals so i feel and think and know that there is no way someone could be fulfilled or happy without having like strong and good relationships
0: maybe you can but just the society and like how the the way we have evolved just makes it almost impossible to find a meaning in life without like another Human, like, what
1: what kind of meaning could you find for, like unless it's like very spiritual and like very inside oriented i i really don't see how you could enjoy anything without having relationships yeah unless you're a monk i really don't see how you could like get away with it i think
0: you can find meaning in anything almost anything so maybe for someone let's say that They just want to isolate themselves in a forest and uh, just live their best life alone there, which can be meaningful and can be without friends. I don't
1: think it comes from a good place, though. Yes. I don't think so.
0: Yeah. That's true.
1: Well, are people in this current generation less or more sensitive than people from past generations? It doesn't specify what kind of sensitivity, so... You have to judge for yourself.
0: I believe that we live in a society full of snowflakes. So I don't know if that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that answers the question. But the things that we were doing before in order to survive were obviously way more challenging for us mentally and physically. And now because we don't face them, because everything is just for granted, you just have to like call a number and order food and it's like... At your door in 30 minutes. That's obviously very easy. Compared to the thing that you have to raise. Your own animals. And I don't know. Plants in order to actually eat. So it would have been way way harder before. So I believe that yes. Not necessarily we are more sensitive. But because we have evolved this way. and Because the society makes everything easy. It's easier for us to be more sensitive. As well. What do you think?
1: Again I really don't know. Whether the question was referring to like this kind of sensitive or was it actually referring to like emotional sensitivity? Because if it was to like talk about emotional, I think we are the same, isn't it? Uh,
0: Even animals have emotions. What are emotions? Emotions are basically yeah. just like the instincts, right? The you could say that you we feel. are the
1: same, but you could also say that we changed, because like as Ralph was saying on another podcast, is everyone is trying to be a savage? Therefore, I feel like majority of people are a bit de- desensitized in terms of like how they feel towards other people, the emotion that they show. I feel like there's not as much sensitivity as it used to be. Like, for example, a relationship with your parents or a relationship with your brother or sister. I feel like nowadays it is much more cooler to like be alone, be... Uh, independent and just live on your own terms and all of that crap. But
0: emotions and sensitivity still exist, but we just try to hide it. Yeah, yeah. So it's still there. Mo- most probably it didn't change. We just, we change the way we perceive it change. Yeah,
1: we chose to hide it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. The next question we have here is it's a very general one. Does fate exist? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either.
1: No, I. I feel like giving faith to something is like I always like to give this example because my my mother always says that oh it's it's meant to be it's mm-hmm. fate. okay, so well, let's say that whilst I'm recording this podcast, I'm just gonna jump out of the window and kill myself mm-hmm. and you could say that well, it was fate, but at yeah. the same time, I could choose to like record this podcast and you could say that it is fate. So what is fate? Faith is anything that happens it's just fate? Like how anything can- Anything it... that
0: can happen will happen which thing means that it's faith? No. I don't think so.
1: I, I just I would say that rather than generalize things and say that everything is like down to fate, I would say I would rather say that it's down to like a certain amount of infinite possibilities. Yeah. And like of course that a lot of things could happen and like you could take your life in a path or another another but that's not that's definitely not down to faith it's just down to yourself and your environment
0: you know what i think i think that we used to use this word this word faith and this concept of faith when something usually bad happens because if it's something that good happens we don't put it on faith we put it on us yes i've done this because i'm good at it so it's not faith, but let's say that if something wrong or if something bad happens, yeah. It was meant to it be. It was meant to be, yeah. So it's good. We're just gonna take it as a, yeah, as a well, failure it's and as a lesson. It's yeah. healthy
1: to put it that way, but I like to generalize everything and think that everything correlates with faith is just dumb in my opinion.
0: What I think is the moment you start taking more ownership is the moment you're gonna see that there's no faith yeah that's true isn't it (laughs) because if you're gonna take ownership for everything that happens to you and or just the fact that you know that you're gonna have an influence or something or on anything that you can think about fate just stops existing
1: if everyone spoke their mind would this would this world be a better place i don't think so
0: (laughs) i really don't think so obviously it's very good to to express yourself and to be very open and you gotta know how to say things yeah right because let's say that now you are doing something that bothers me right i can come to you and tell you bro what the fuck stop doing this you're annoying me which is bad because you're gonna see it in a bad place because i have used my emotions to actually tell you the things that are bothering me from you
1: yeah i know my ego tells me to react
0: exactly and so on so forth yeah it's just like a play of egos but What I think that we should do is obviously express the way we feel, how we feel, but do it like in a manner that the other person will understand and not put themselves in a position to react on emotions. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we all we do we react on emotions, but you have to rationalize things before you speak as well. So you gotta make that person a little bit easier for that person to use their rational thinking, not just their, their emotions. Because it's let's be honest, if you're gonna come to me, even though I'm very balanced, and you're going to tell me, bro, fuck you, you're very dumb, but you're not productive, of course I'm going to get offended, right, it's our nature, Normal, yeah, yeah. but if I'm, go- you're going to tell me this thing, like, in a very positive manner, obviously I'm not going to take it personally, and you're still going to say, like, the question says exactly what's in your mind, but you got to know how to actually cover it.
1: So, to answer the question, yes, you would be a better place, but, like, speaking your mind out doesn't mean, like, literally acting on emotions yeah. and like swearing left and right and telling yeah
0: just this person to know. do
1: that and that person to do the other like
0: this is what animals are doing but not with words with like actions right yeah not necessarily our pets but the wild animals right what is human consciousness
1: i think the fastest and simplest and shortest definition is just A form of the universe to express itself.
0: Philosophically speaking, yes. (laughs) I believe that it's just a form of awareness. What is consciousness? We perceive ourselves as humans, as conscious beings, right? But what we actually are, are aware of ourselves. Because the moment you start to be aware of yourself and of the other's thoughts is the moment that you are conscious. Yeah. About what's happening, what can happen, what happened. So just like some combinations of memories, of uh, reactions, of emotions will make some creature, in our case humans, conscious or not. Why can you say that chickens are not conscious? They are within their own reality, right? They are conscious that they have to eat
1: within five seconds, or (laughs)
0: exactly. But they're still conscious. Yeah. Right. Bacteria are conscious because they know that they have to reproduce and to survive. More like instincts. Yeah. Exactly. So what is consciousness? I believe it's just awareness, but if you're going to talk like you said in a spiritual manner Spiritualism is spiritualism just because we created spiritualism if, if we're gonna be realistic nothing really matters and nothing really exists. It's just like we created it.
1: Let that sink in, <laughs> Let that sink in yeah.
0: Can religious beliefs affect scientific thinking?
1: I would say that religious belief can affect any kind of thinking, not just scientific.
0: Anything can affect anything, but I believe that the question is missing a big part. Can religious belief affect scientific thinking? So what's the meaning of what you're trying to achieve, right? Because what are you trying to achieve by thinking scientifically? Or
1: You're basically trying to give meaning to something. Yeah correlated to like some definitions of some sort that humans have created that science yeah
0: that's all true
1: and like religion on the other side is like trying to give meaning without really backing up that meaning it's just if you feel like this pillow is like a goddess well it might as well be a goddess but like you can't really prove it yeah but like if you say that that pillow is like gravitationally by the earth like you can prove it
0: yeah you can prove it
1: so i would say that it can affect like i'm reading this book now by um, joe Dispenza, supernatural and what he's tried in the last couple of years is try to make a correlation between mysticism and science and mm-hmm. like he managed to do it but like Mysticism is one thing, spiritualism is one thing, and religion is a whole yeah, other true. subject, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Would you agree that religion is just something that people have used, or yeah, actually using now just to manipulate us?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's a tool of manipulation, and it's also, it's like when people don't believe in themselves, they have to believe in something. In something, so They just yeah. believe in religion. And if religion says that uh, mm. you're not allowed to watch dishes on a Sunday, you might as well not watch dishes on a Sunday. It's the yeah. same thing as I would tell you that I'm competing in eight weeks in a bodybuilding show and I'm not allowed to eat carbs until like 2 p.m. It's the same concept. Yeah. Yeah. Who says that?
0: <laughs> I believe that religion wasn't invented to control and manipulate people. I really believe that religion actually started because we didn't know... The answer we needed, to some something. Questions. we didn't have yeah. science, and maybe before religion was good, not necessarily good because we create good and bad, but was a better thing that it is now. Because back then, I believe that there was a correlation between spiritualism and religion, yeah. but now just they're just completely yeah, different because they
1: screwed it up. Yeah, they <laughs> really screwed it
0: up. Did. Religion, I believe, that used it used to, to be like bring thing. people together, yeah, but now it's just for manipulation and for covering stuff that they don't want us to see for
1: division as well like which religion is the best which religion is like exactly nearest to the truth like none of them obviously
0: yeah 100 percent.
1: why do we strive for perfection if it is not attainable
0: i believe that it's our our nature easy as that yeah i agree because we always try to improve we always try to what do we do when we have Everything that we wanted, we start to actually find something that can be more. We always try to have more, because there is no meaning, there is no more meaning in what we have, and we take everything for granted, so we have to have more in order to feel more, in order to think that maybe we'll we'll find the meaning in something more.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just a blind belief of humans.
0: Yeah, so it's just like something that we have evolved with, which you can say that it's bad, but I mean
1: it would be very boring to stay at this phase. Phase level, right? of technology and consciousness yeah. for like another couple of hundreds of years. It would be very boring.
0: We all all what all we do is just try to find a meaning. This is what I feel like. All we do is just try to find a meaning. And because we don't find the things that we are doing right now, we just do more and more and more and more. There is no meaning. We're just gonna like welcome blow. to the nine to five rat race. <laughs> exactly. Maybe in one thousand years I don't know what we're going to have.
1: There's going to be no science, no religion. It's going to be something else.
0: Yeah. And we're still going to try to find a meaning. Or to understand why we are here. I think we are doomed.
1: We'll never know. Legend says that we're going to find out once we die.
0: I don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think that when we're going to die, we're going to find anything. It's just nothingness.
1: Maybe we're just going to wake up.
0: (laughs) Maybe. And with that said, do parallel universes exist?
1: Not necessarily, I wouldn't say that, parallel universes? What, maybe Actually, is it a synonym if you, you would say that it's a universe or a dimension? Like, I came to the conclusion, like, especially after reading quite a big part of the Supernatural book, I came to the conclusion that everything is happening at the same time. And like, we already died, but we are just so being no born. So there's no time.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's
1: So if that's... Parallel universes, then yeah, it exists. Parallel universes mean, I I feel like that's what parallel universes mean, right? You want to see the duality
0: in it. If you say that time doesn't exist, can you say that faith exists? Because if time doesn't exist, then there is faith because everything already happened and will happen. So is faith real or not?
1: No, because there's like a, in the quantum world, there's like an infinite number of possibilities. And it's just a matter of oh. you choosing one of those possibilities. Like, you already chose all of them in this oh. quantum world. This is, like, very woo already. But, like... No, anything everything that can is, happen will happen, yeah, right? Like, so all the possibilities like already happen. Like, in this present moment, we, we are like Navy SEALs. We are like social players. We are, like, playing basketball. Or we can be
0: aliens that Elon Musk is talking about, yeah.
1: right? Yeah yeah we do all the all of those things at the same time and yeah maybe that's parallel universes and like yeah. everything has already happened and is happening therefore it's just a matter of you choosing what you want to do
0: mm-hmm. yeah because eventually it's a, very, it's a
1: very very complex like uh approach approach and I, i'm not even sure how it's called paradigm or something like that like being just a present an eternal present like how can you actually explain life and death like if like everything happens at the same time how how can you perceive like the length of our lives because apparently our lives are not linear this is what joe dispensa has discovered but like I, just... I don't know how to comprehend it
0: well in you know, order to actually answer to that question what is your life is just your lifespan how long you're going to be here even though that we have created time so just from the moment you were created to the moment you die, right? You're not, you are not. don't exist.
1: Right. Um, <laughs> I think we talked about this before the podcast. Are highly intelligent people less happy than individuals with average intelligence?
0: <laughs> yeah, I really think that they are. <laughs> I mean, someone which is intelligent is someone who who knows more, right? Yeah. So the more you know, the easier it is for you to get into the this rabbit whole hole. paradox, yeah, into this whole rabbit hole. And you're gonna just realize that nothing really matters. And even though there is a duality between these, duality means that two opposite things can be true in the same time. So nothing really matters, but everything that we do actually matter because it's a butterfly effect. You're gonna Realize that it's actually really really hard when you know that nothing matters to be happy. It's really hard Because why would you do anything if nothing matters, right? So the less you know The easier for you is gonna be to find the meaning in the meaningless things that you do So you're happy and fulfilled That's why you told me that you're not fulfilled because you know that nothing really matters And I believe that the most hardest things, like we spoke, is to actually, like we spoke before, is to actually be intelligent, whatever intelligent means, and to actually enjoy life and to understand that
1: life is just a game.
0: Yeah. And just play it by your own rules. Not just by your own rules, because you live in a society, but as much as you can by your own rules, right? Yeah. Yeah the last question that i have here for you then is how do you properly this is a very deep one how do you properly say goodbye to someone that has died
1: well they already died right so it's not like you know they're gonna die tomorrow and you have to say goodbye
0: (laughs) that Uh, makes things a bit easier right
1: (laughs) well if they already died i think it's just a matter of acceptance within oneself that that person died and no matter how much good or how much bad you've done to that person, you can't really change anything. So it's just a matter of you forgiving yourself for what you've done to that person, you accepting the relationship that you had with that person. And like Mm -hmm. saying goodbye, I would say that it's just the acceptance between you and that person's life that has passed away.
0: I think that's goodbye. It's just acceptance.
1: Yeah.
0: And acknowledging what yeah. that
1: person has done for you, for you, it's like Marcus Aurelius in meditations when he speaks about all the people that have influenced him, and like there are people that died, there are people that are still alive
0: that's his testament, basically, yeah, know, right, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but not like in the in a materialistic world, like in a more spiritual and more thoughtful mindset
1: mm-hmm. Mm. Imagine seeing like, oh my god, thanks god th- thanks to my father I have this brand new Mercedes. Ah, <laughs> would have been
0: really funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do guns protect people or kill people?
0: Ooh. They kill people. They can do both.
1: <laughs>
0: right? But let's put it this way. If the guns would disappear, obviously the rate of violence will go down now now in this present moment
1: yeah because you would have no tools exactly how would you kill someone with a knife
0: you can kill someone with a knife you can kill someone with your fists you can kill someone with an idea right yeah but back then maybe it would have been safer for you to actually have a gun because we lived in a more violent world let's put it this way but now come on we have like our moral laws are way beyond violence and we understand.
1: Yeah, there's, there's like yeah. facts that t- today's world is like much more less uh, violent than it used to be like 20 years, 30, 40 years ago.
0: We live in the most peaceful period that there yeah. ever was for us. For yeah, I months. just
1: have to ignore what the media tells you. <laughs> yeah,
0: so no, you should definitely do not have guns, honestly. Right. Is there any more questions? Yeah, there's or...
1: one more. Why do we respect the dead? more than the living
0: i believe that i asked you this question not in this way but i have asked you this question this question before why do we respect more than the, the living because we tend to remember someone most of the cases by the good things that they have done after they die right because you don't have any more intentions intention from someone who yeah. is already dead there is no more intention what we do in the current world is just like a battle of intention of intentions if my intentions meet your intentions then we can live a happy life together and we can be partners or whatever business partners lovers whatever but when someone died you're not going to have any interest from that person realistically speaking so obviously there's nothing wrong that that person can do to you anymore so you're gonna remember it by the thing the good things that they have done or maybe for the bad things but in the most cases for the good things right i mean if you're gonna mention hitler for example i
1: was about to say
0: in it if you're gonna mention hitler yeah of course you're gonna remember him from for the bad things that that person has done even
1: though i'm sure he's done a lot of great things as well
0: yeah and i truly believe that in his own reality fucked up as it was he really was thinking that he was doing a really good thing for for the humanity even though that by killing someone but just by killing someone doesn't do any good to the humanity because what's humanity us people so why by killing like some of your own species will make the humanity which is the people better it doesn't make any sense yeah. <laughs> but yeah so with that being said thank you so much for listening to this podcast again We really hope you're gonna enjoy it and if you enjoy it and if you're listening on iTunes please leave us a five-star review and if you are actually listening on Spotify or Anchor or any other platform just share it with your friends it really helps us and we really appreciate the effort and the engagement that you guys had lately and with that said this is Bogdan
1: I'm Pasco, and you guys stay grateful
0: thank you so much